Good morning, Christian America. How do you pray? And how do you give? More importantly, how does Jesus say we should give and how we should pray? That's what we want to talk to you today on Good Morning Christian America. Good morning, Christian America. So today is Wednesday. If you've tuned in before on the podcast Wednesdays, we go step by step, story by story through the New Testament. We're still in Matthew. We finished up Matthew five last week when we talked about uh, how Jesus is, how Jesus teaches us uh, to love our enemies and to love our neighbors, and say how how easy it is to love the people that love us, that tax collectors do that, the sinners do that. But what sets us apart as Christians, what sets us apart as Christian American is that we, is that we love our enemies. We love those that would do harm to us because in the long run, love will win out. Now it doesn't mean that we can't call out evil action. Doesn't mean that we can't call out evil deeds and sin. It just means that for that person, that we love that person, we try to love that person uh, and, and those people that, that may have animosity towards us, that may have uh, hatred towards us. And that is how uh, we set ourselves apart as Christian Americans. This Wednesday, we're, we're going to cover chapter 6 so we're starting with chapter 6 on how to give how how does jesus say we should give in our lives how does he say we should pray in our lives but before i do that i want to remind the christian american community that if you want to contribute to the christian american cause you can go to christianamericantees.com and pick yourself up uh, some christian american apparel tees tanks sweats hoodies and other items uh, to contribute to the Christian American movement. If you, if you pick something up similar to this uh, Christian American sweatshirt that I got on right now, um, when you step out into your daily life, into your community, into your uh, place of employment, wearing you know, a tee like this, it will let everyone know where you stand, where your priorities are in this world. And that your priorities aren't of this world. That your priorities are with Christ in heaven. But then right underneath that is the love of your country. That's what being a Christian American is. That's what being a part of the community is. Is that it is saying and living and being the example of people who put Christ at the forefront of their lives. And the love of their country. Above all else, above race, above gender, above politics, especially above politics. This is not a uh, political message. It's not meant to be a political message. This is what we try to bring you here on the Good Morning Christian American podcast is information, inspiration, some newsworthy material and content uh, that, that affects your life uh, and relate it to the word of God and at the same time try to try to instill 
or bring to the forefront of your mind what God's message is on a variety of different aspects. Okay, and that's what we're going to do today. You know, when we talk about John, uh, uh, Matthew 6 and what Jesus teaches, right? So as uh, the previous chapters have laid out, this is the beginning of Jesus' ministry. And he's going from town to town and he's teaching his followers, you know, how to act, how to behave, how to love one another, how to love their enemies, how not to be angry, how to be salt of the earth, to, to give the, to, to be that special spice of life and how to be light in a dark place that draws people to Christ, not to you, but to him, to God, the father. This is a continuation of the Sermon on the Mount in which he uh, gives us the Beatitudes and how blessed, who will be blessed, how the meek will inherit the earth, how the peacemakers are children of God, how the merciful will be shown mercy. So in this, this is, this is truly the beginnings of, of the much longer and more fulfilled message toward towards the end. This is the beginning stages. This is when Christ is trying to break down the, the bare uh, essentials, the foundational principles that he's gonna he, he's going to live out for the rest of his days right here. And it, and it's it's some of the most beautiful and insightful uh, information. It's the foundation of what it is to be a Christian. And today he's talking about how to give. And so if you turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 6, what it says is, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father in heaven. Now think about those two sentences. That's why we break it down slowly week by week, story by story, rather than chapter by chapter, because you could just pass over those two lines and not think much about them. But what Jesus is saying, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. Otherwise, you will have no reward with your Father in heaven. That means don't go out of your way to pretend to be more righteous than you are. To pretend to be more uh, uh, spirit-filled or God-given or uh, you know, overly religious, overly sanctimonious, right? And this, uh, this is a fine line that we balance as Christian Americans to properly uh, praise God. Praise his works. Praise the things that he's done. Not for us, but for him. Where is that limit? Where is that line? Where I want to I show the world, I want to shout for joy, the joy that God has given me, that has given us, that has given my family. But at the same time, not want to overdo it or not want to do it 
just so um, so I can receive that gratification, that self gratification from others, and where they where they come and and they congratulate me or or on on how well I'm doing or how well things have turned out. Right. So, do not practice your righteousness in front of others. Uh, to be seen by them. Otherwise, you will have no reward with your Father in heaven. Because if you do this, if you're doing this, if you're, if I'm speaking to you, not on, not on His behalf, not on Christ's behalf, but on my own behalf, then I have no reward in heaven. So whenever you give to the poor, don't sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be applauded by people. I'll say it again. When, so whenever you give to the poor, don't sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be applauded by people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you give to the poor, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. Don't. You shouldn't be giving to the poor so that others should give to the poor. You shouldn't be giving and donating and tithing so you can get a tax write-off. Or because, so, so you can, uh, so you can get some benefit. Now, if those things happen while you're trying to help and give to the poor, then, you know, it, it is that. But that shouldn't be your reason. You shouldn't be doing good works so, so you can be patted on the back. You should be doing good works because good works need to be done. And because Christ calls you to do those good works. Moving on to verse 5. When, when talking about prayer, Christ says, whenever you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites because they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into a private room, shut your door and pray to your father who is in secret. Again, Jesus is saying that where you're truly going to meet God, where you're truly praying to the Father is in secret. It's those dark places. It's those places where you haven't been before. It's those places where you think you can hide from the outside world, but you can't hide from your Father in heaven. That's where He is. And if you're going to pray, and if you're going to give, that's where you do it, because that's where He is. And there is no escaping because he lives in this secret. He lives everywhere. He is all-knowing. There's nothing that escapes him. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. That's where the reward comes from. It comes from in here, in your heart. Jesus says, this is where the reward is. He said, when you pray, don't babble like the Gentiles since, they, since they'll be heard for their many words. Don't be like them. 
because your father knows the things you need before you ask them. How many of us have been there before? How many of us have been around someone who uh, loves to stand around and be grandiose in their speeches and their prayers uh, and everybody starts to look at their watch and go, okay, um, I wonder when this guy's gonna, you know, wrap it up, you. You know, where's where's the flashing sign that says wrap it up? Right? In this, Christ says specifically, do not be like them. And then he gives us the Lord's Prayer. He gives us the Our Father. And then, from that point forward, he says, for if you forgive others their offense, your father will, for, will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive others, your father will not forgive your offense. Right? So in, the, in this light, in this light, the, the words that Christ uh, is giving us, the lessons that he's giving us, specifically, go to the way we conduct ourselves doing the right thing as opposed to uh, because God wants us to do the right things because we're tasked to do the right things because we're 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 uh, given a commandment to to live by and to help others and to love others and to be compassionate towards others and that is why we need to you know give ourselves and donate our time our talent our treasure because God wants that for us. That is part of his plan. This idea of doing these things just to receive rewards here on earth is going to backfire because God isn't interested in that. He sees in secret. He sees the depths of your soul. He sees the depths of your heart. He understands the motivations that, that are behind your actions. And if they are impure, you can't escape it. You can't escape it. And, and good things will not be done through, through good actions uh, coming from, from bad places. Right? There's a, there's a point in the uh, coming up in the future where we're going to come across, I want to, I want to say it's in Mark where Jesus talks about defiling and he's saying that, you know, the, the conversation is about who eats on the Sabbath and who fasts or what foods are clean and unclean. And the Pharisees are saying, you can't eat these, un these unclean food. You're going to defile yourself. Why does he defile himself by eating th this food? And Jesus, knowing their hearts and knowing the, the spirit of the law, he says, you know, what comes from the outside in does not defile you. It's what's in the inside that comes out that defiles you. Stop worrying about the rules of the previous law defiling you. When the truth is, it's your own heart. It's your own words. And what the heart feels, the mouth speaks. And if, you're, if the insides are rotten, the words that you speak are rotten and they will defile you. So this is, this is in that same breath. Just because you do good things, but if, 
uh, doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing the right thing. You should do good things because God wants you to do good things because good things are necessary and because you want to help and you want to spread his message. You want to work for good, not for your own benefit. And that's difficult. That's difficult for us to do. And I, I would encourage everyone that volunteers their time and donates their hard-earned money and uh, donates, you know, clothes or, 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 or helps feeds the poor. Those are all good things. Those are all good things to do, and, and, and we should be do, and we should do that. We should be called, we are called to do that, and we should fulfill the, the, those calls, right? We should answer those calls. But let's take a minute and reflect as to why we're doing that. Are we doing it because it needs to be done? Are we, are we doing it because we care about people? Are we doing it because, you know, God calls us to do it? Or are we doing it because we want to reap earthly rewards? Are we doing it because we want to be looked upon as righteous? Because we want uh, somebody to pat us on the back and say, good job. Are we doing it because we want to feel superior to others? More pious than others. It's good to question our own motives from time to time. That is how we keep ourselves honest. It's how we have a chance to, you know, self-reflect on our deeds and our actions and who we are. And I think if we do that honestly, you will, you will be surprised as to you know, what you come out with, what you realize. I think that um, that these lessons here are are extremely important, as all Christ's lessons are, about what truly matters and what true righteousness is, as opposed to fake righteousness. I'm gonna leave that, leave you guys with that today, um, and I'm gonna cut this a little bit shorter in the spirit of uh, long words and long speeches. Right, taking note of Christ's word and Christ's example. I'll, I'll, I'll cut the pod, podcast off a little short today, but I want to leave you before we go. Um, use your time and, and your talent and your treasure to do good things for Christ. Do them because they need to be done. Do them to help others. Do them in good, in good spirits. Don't do them to receive earthly rewards. Okay, when you, when you go out into the world today, remember to stay blessed. Remember to stay on fire for Christ. Remember to love one another. Remember that you are a Christian American and you represent the Christian American community. And that community is one of compassion and one of love and of one of friendship and fellowship. And spread that message. Spread, spread that message far and spread it wide. Spread it to the old and spread it to the young because we all need it. Without Christ, we have nothing. 
So stay on fire, stay lit for Christ, and be blessed.